0: Praise the Lord. Good morning. Have you ever met someone who listened more and when they spoke, they were not in any hurry and spoke in slow and measured tones, using very intense and precise words, putting clarity and succinctness to a whole new level and for the first time, you didn't feel like talking over them or interrupting them, you actually listened to them waiting for them to finish, and somehow that demeanor calmed you and you felt like you were in a safe, non-threatening space. If you did, then trust me, you met someone who practices spiritual composure, someone who experiences the present moment to its fullest essence and consciousness, a presence that was filled with understanding and empathy, and yet very self-aware of our own space and boundaries. Did you come away with a sense of awe and a longing to emulate and be like them? Let us first understand what is really going on during spiritual composure. Spiritual composure refers to calmness in one's spirit. Just as a steady and unworried state of mind is a desirable factor in solving natural problems, so is a calm spirit in resolving spiritual conflicts. If you learn to remain untroubled and unperturbed in negative circumstances, they will lose their sting. The opposite of spiritual composure is panic. Panic always has something of the devil in it. The devil uses it to throw us out of balance. You have probably noticed that our reaction of panicking causes us double trouble. Negative circumstances of financial handicap, business failure, marital strife, painful loss, and delayed breakthroughs can be handled properly and profitably if we remain sober and composed. If we remain steadfast in faith, trusting in God who works in all things for our good, He will turn our tests into powerful testimonies and our mess into encouraging messages. One of the major characteristics of a spiritually mature Christian is spiritual composure. If you are a Christian, but you are soon shaken in mind or troubled in heart by every slight change in your circumstances then you are still a spiritual baby and you are very vulnerable to satanic influences as children of god we need to know that the greater part of satan's work involves influencing your natural circumstances so as to throw us into panic and confusion first peter 5 verse 8 says your adversary The devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. In the natural, a lion roars to instill fear and confusion in its prey. Once the prey is filled with fear, it becomes an easy prey. As in the natural, so is in the spiritual. Satan, like a lion, orchestrates and influences our natural situations in such a way that problems are magnified and solutions are hidden. His chief aim is to make us panic, lose control, and cause us to make unwise and foolish decisions that place us out of the circles of divine blessings and protection. But we can resist him by remaining sober and vigilant. It was Kenneth Copeland who got the revelation that Satan works in our natural circumstances to harass us. He therefore gave the solution that we should learn to keep our eyes off of circumstances and on Jesus Christ. He argued that when we successfully do that, we overcome one of Satan's most potent weapons, evil influence. Satan's attacks are fierce, swift and sudden. They are designed that way to unsettle us. Has it ever occurred to you, you're at work? and all of a sudden you receive a call informing you that your child has fallen unconscious at school. Or you're relaxing at home and a text message rings on your cell phone. You check the message and it reads your employment contract has been terminated. On hearing these things you are moved with fear. You wonder what under the sun has happened to your child or what wrong you have done against your employer. After frenzied investigations you find out eventually that the messages were sent to you in error. You will be relieved for the words you said and the actions you took in your reactions might have already opened a door to the devil. The devil would have used those messages to instill fear in you and to cause you to say and do things that may be difficult to reverse. Ephesians 4 verse 27 reads, Neither give place to the devil. Just as uncontrollable anger gives place to the devil, fear does the same. Job 3 verse 25 says, For the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. Do you want to know who brings your fear to pass? It is none other than the devil. Satan brings our fear to pass, but God brings our faith to pass. Fear is demonstrated through panic. But faith is shown by spiritual composure in the midst of negative situations. Spiritual composure is not easy to attain. It does not come to you at the born-again experience. It is attained through a rigorous discipline to stay focused on Jesus Christ no matter what happens. Focusing on Christ involves many things. Seeing all things through the grit of God's goodness. Romans 8 verse 28 Hearing and doing God's word. Matthew 7 verse 24 and 25 pursuing your call or divine assignment without diverting to other things, Acts 20, verse 24, and being prepared to see our earthly afflictions as a crucible for our character transformation, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 17. With spiritual composure, you can boldly declare together with Paul that none of the negative situations of life can move you. Such a caliber of Christians is rare these days, with many pursuing prophecies and miracles leaving no time to get grounded in the truth of God's word. And that explains why we are spiritual babies and victims of circumstances. While there are long-term and medium-term spiritual investment that is required to reach this superior state of self-control and composure, what do you do in the instant a panic alarm triggers off? Here are a few things that you can do exactly at such a moment. Step 1. When you are first triggered, stop yourself from responding without any unwholesome emotional reaction, such as anger. Step 2. Focus on your breathing. Feel your body expand as you breathe in and contract as you exhale. Step 3. While focusing on your breath, silently repeat to yourself words such as calming, centering, relaxing, harmony, peacefulness, or surrender for a couple of minutes, or until you feel a shift in your emotions. Of course, if you are all alone, you can say these words out loud. Step 4. Within this short period of time you are now able to respond to the situation with more equanimity and from a place of mindful reflection or what I would like to call the mind strength. This is the ability to very quickly and easily shift out of a reactive mode and become fully present in the moment, experiencing the full force of your emotions even as you recognize that they are temporary and will soon dissipate with practice breath awareness is an effective tool to help one develop a deeply grounded core rudder so that no matter what the size of the wave they encounter they can recover quickly and proceed with more focus some of the reflections that we can persist while calming ourselves can be as simple as certain physical behaviors and Choices of mannerisms to self calm ourselves. Pause for a few moments close your eyes Feel the internal consciousness Listen to the processes running within you Invite a deep calming breath to flow through your body remind yourself that patience means one who endures remind yourself That no matter what the situation is God is in control God is always in control the Lord has got this one too repeat this to yourself reassure yourself trust your ability to remain calm and composed focus on the sense that you have seen bad situations get better even before and even this too shall pass Carry this affirmation in your heart. I am the one who endures. Remind yourself as you step into the external consciousness. Hold your arms in a relaxed way. Release your shoulders. Invite a smile to soften your face. Promise yourself that no matter what, you will not let your runaway emotions run away with you. Lean into the infinite space of patience of the universe. Ask for help from the source of all patience. For restraint and calm acceptance. For the gift of composure. Scriptural Verses Psalm 106 As we withdraw our projections upon others, balance and harmony adorns us. Genesis 43, verse 31 Then he washed his face and came out. Regaining his composure, he said, Serve the meal. Ecclesiastes 10, verse 4 If the ruler's temper rises against you, do not abandon your position, because composure allies great offenses. 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 2 That you not be quickly shaken from your composure or be disturbed either by a spirit or a message or a letter, as if from us, to the effect that the day of the Lord has come. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, You know what I am facing today, and I pray that I would rely on Your Spirit to guide me into peace. I pray I would keep my composure as the storms rise and stay calm while withstanding the surge. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I wish you all a very beautiful day ahead. God bless you all. Take care. Stay safe. Stay blessed.